I heard you were on vacation for a little bit. I hope you did something enjoyable and fun. Oh, yeah. I was in uh, northern Italy. I was in Switzerland, northern Italy, Lake Como, and Sardinia, that area of the world. Oh, my goodness. Well, what a great trip. I was away for 21 days. We had a half a day of rain one afternoon. Every other, all the other days were beautifully sunny. Oh, how (laughs) spectacular. Wow, that's great. Now you're a world traveler. My goodness, good for you. When Justice Thomas's, we can talk about this if you want, when Justice Thomas's opinion came down on the right to carry, it's 151 pages, single space. I read it on my iPhone. My eyes were going crazy. I stood on a street corner in Zurich, Switzerland, and did an eight-minute podcast. 1.4 million views in the next 24 hours. So that was a nice way to start the uh, three weeks. And there you were away, uh, halfway across the world. So the decision that you're talking about, of course, that 6-3 to three ruling written by Justice Clarence Thomas, uh, where the U.S. Supreme Court struck down New York's handgun licensing law requiring New Yorkers who want to carry a handgun in public to show a special need to defend themselves. So do you agree with the high court's decision? And, uh, you know, uh, of course, this was the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. Do you agree with the high court's decision? And if so, why or why not? Well, I fully agree with the high court's decision. You know, the history of uh, of guns and the Supreme Court is a very curious one. Until the early 1930s, if you wanted to buy a gun, you asked for permission. If you didn't have a criminal record, they gave they they let you buy it. If you wanted to carry it and you didn't have a, a criminal record, they let you carry it. And then came a case called Miller. Miller was a guy who bought a rifle in Indiana, and he shortened the barrel. He turned it into what we commonly call a sawed-off shotgun. Congress didn't, because it didn't have the power, ban sawed-off shotguns. It banned them in interstate commerce. Miller got arrested for speeding. He was going from Indiana to Ohio. They looked in the trunk. They saw the sawed-off shotgun. Miller got arrested and convicted. He appealed his conviction to the Supreme Court after he filed the appeal in the Supreme Court and before the court heard the case, his lawyers dropped him. So by the time the case was heard by the court, the court only had the government's arguments and the government's lawyers in the courtroom. This is inconceivable today, but this is what happened in 1934. And then the court wrote this huge opinion saying the right to keep and bear arms is not a personal right. It belongs to the state militia, which today we call National Guard. This unleashed a torrent of state regulations, notably in progressive states like New York, New Jersey, Illinois, and California, which made it difficult to own and nearly impossible to carry. In 2008, when a retired District of Columbia cop by the name of Heller applied for the right to carry his service revolver in his home in D.C. He was denied. He sued. It went all the way to the Supreme Court. Justice Scalia wrote a great opinion saying the right to keep and bear arms is a personal right. It doesn't belong to the militia. doesn't belong to the National Guard. It belongs to individuals. But this just covered the home. Then, two months ago, after the New York Rifle uh, Club challenged the New York law, Justice Thomas in a six to three brilliant treatise like opinion, going all the way back to the time of Henry the Eighth, invalidated all the laws in the country, notably New Jersey, New York, Hawaii, Illinois, 
California and Oregon that require uh, the permission of the government for you to carry. So now all you have to do theoretically is say, I legally own the gun. I want to carry it. And the government has to say yes, except in New York, because Governor Hochul, the unelected hard left progressive who refuses to change the bail laws, signed legislation with no debate in the state legislature saying you want to carry a gun in New York, you have to be of good moral character. Let me get this straight. The government which lies, cheats, steals, deceives, and kills is going to decide who's of good moral character. You also have to provide us, this is what the statute says, with three years of your social media posting so that our bureaucrats can go through what you have written and what others have written to you just to make sure you're of sound mind, and then we'll decide if you can carry. So, Judge, isn't New York attacking both the First Amendment as well as the Second Amendment by Hochul putting that into law following uh, and doing just the opposite of what the U.S. Supreme Court decision handed down? Precisely. For anybody in the government to have the right to scrutinize your, your writings is an absolute violation of the First Amendment, and to give bureaucrats the ability to make subjective determinations about who can carry a gun and who can't uh, violates the Justice Thomas ruling. Justice Thomas's opinion, again, six to three, says that the Second Amendment does not protect second-class rights, that the right to keep and bear arms is in the same category as the First Amendment, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of assembly. Well, if the right to keep and bear arms is in the same category as freedom of speech, then the government can no more make us register our guns than it can make us register our books. That's what Justice Thomas said. That's not me. That's the Supreme Court of the United States. And Kathy Hochul is flying directly in their face. And I believe that the first federal judge that looks at this will invalidate it. Now, I understand the politicians many times do things that they inwardly know are illegal or unconstitutional because they want to please their bases and say, oh, those black-robed, unelected Trump justices, they're the ones that stopped me. I tried to uh, keep you safe. Baloney. She took an oath to uphold the Constitution, which means the Constitution as it's interpreted and explained by the Supreme Court. Will there be a legal challenge to Governor Hochul's signing of this legislation limiting carry permits, or is it already in place? Has it already been done? The answer to both questions is yes. It's already in place, and there have been two legal challenges filed, and I expect we'll hear something from one of the two federal judges as soon as tomorrow or Monday. And think about it. If, if the right to carry is a right, I mean, you may not like this, but this, this is the country, and this is the Second Amendment, and this is our, our history. If it's a right, if it's a, a right that belongs to you as a human, which is what Justice Thomas's opinion says, then the government can't interfere with it. Now, I'm not talking about a guy who's got convictions uh, for violent uh, crimes. I'm not talking about carrying a gun into an operating room in a, in a hospital talking about in a public place for your own safety or the safety of the people around you. 
Two weeks ago, a madman started killing people on a shopping mall in Indiana. A 22-year-old bystander with a lawfully owned and lawfully carried gun took him out 15 minutes before the police arrived. If that kid hadn't been there, we might have had another Uvalde or Buffalo, New York slaughter on our hands. In conclusion, Judge, is there anything else you'd like to say about this topic? Uh, you know, it shouldn't have taken this long uh, in in our history to recognize the right, and it's going it's 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 going to you know produce some growing pains in the states. You know, for example, where I live in New Jersey, you know, you you apply for a carry permit, they don't know what to tell you to do because all all the options that they used to have are gone. So uh, they have to recraft recraft the law, and they uh, if they're dragging their feet, they're doing so because the bureaucrats don't believe in the right to carry. When Judge uh, Governor Hochul speaks, she's surrounded by about uh, six guys, all of whom are armed, four of whom have the very weapons, AR-15s, that she wants to ban. Now, if those weapons are good enough to protect the chief executive of a state, they're good enough for the rest of us to own. Thank you, Judge Napolitano, for being with the 77 WABC Early News. We really appreciate your expertise and your insight. Uh, Always a pleasure, Deb. Thank you. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.